0: So that is why I have not felt your channel before today. Wise of you to keep low when it is 11 to 2. I have always followed that policy myself. Let other fools leap about in full view. They can be brought low by a spider hiding in the cracks. A spider they never see until it is too late. Tell me all you have discovered about these black sisters. All you know of them. Mystery Woman. I think this is chapter what? 46 Veils. Hello, and welcome back. I am here with my good friend, Tracy. I am here with my delightful friend. Flend? My delightful flend, Amber.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Road to Tarballin' A Wheel of Time podcast. Uh, Today, we are back to the Shadow Rising, but first, we have four new patron announcements this week. Woohoo! first... Our first is Hi Lord Tatara. If you are on our Discord channel, you without a doubt, no Tatara. Thank you for your contribution and letting us crash in the hayloft. Mm-hmm. We also have a new cargo master, which is Hal. I think mm-hmm. Hal is in mm-hmm. chat right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much.
0: Very appreciated.
2: Very appreciated. Mm-hmm. And Danny has upped his tier to the Ogear Ways Guide level. Woohoo! So if you're listening, make sure you get a hold of us because we're mm-hmm. going to need a topic from you soon. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll try and find you if I don't hear from you. And our newest patron is Amanda, who just joined today. So thanks for letting us crash wow. into hayloft. Your contribution is moving us forward on the road to Tarvalin.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that is that's joyous news. I love that. Yeah, hooray! Thank you, everyone. Been a busy week. It has been. It has been good week though. Been a good week. I'm good to start with our chapter summaries. If you are, let's go. So, chapter forty-three: Care for the Living. Poor parent is assaulted by the questions of people looking for their sons as he is led to the Winespring Inn for healing. Once inside, he becomes the main attraction for some of the local lads who seem to think he's had all the fun since leaving the Two Rivers, despite sitting there with an arrow sticking out of his body. Loyal arrives and bemoans the unlocked way gate. He appears determined to rectify the situation regardless of what Perrin says. Alana shows up in the nick of time, healing Perrin's wound in a flash of pain, followed by darkness. You're here. These were some really thick chapters, like not all like like size wise but just content wise especially like all of them <laughs> <laughs> like which one
2: yeah this one's this one stood out to me just by the sadness of it all oh my gosh yes but also they're coming back they've had their encounter with the tuatha Everyone's looking for their missing child mm. or loved one. Mhm. And Perrin, he's having these feelings of guilt, but at this point he can barely sit in the saddle. Yeah. He's just kind of floppy. So, <laughs> <Yes. Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: Floppy Perrin. So I think the interesting fun part of this to me was the reintroduction of Ewen Fingar, who <laughs> mm-hmm. is the little boy at the beginning of The Eye of the World who was like, oh, like, have you seen this woman? I bet she's an Aes mm-hmm. Sedai. She's a real lady. And everyone's like, shut up, Elwynn. You don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I have opinions. And they're just kind of like, get away, small child. Leave us alone. We're like grown men. And you're just, you know, a little you know boy. Nothing. Right. Yeah, and he Just. he comes back and Perrin is hearing this booming voice and turns around and he is shocked to see a grown man with a deep voice and mm-hmm. he's like, Could that really be you? And I'm like, Oh, what a homecoming. This sucks on so many levels, but at least there's this one part where I'm like,
0: Oh, I recognize this little one Right. It is one of those balancing moments where like the, the super seriousness of what he's just walked through to get to the wine spring in, like this moment where, you have the returning heroes and the missing sons that are not there. Like it felt really personal to me. Like again, knowing more about who Jordan was as a person, this just hit differently once again, and my heart. Like I really felt for Parent as he's like approaching the wine spring in and falling out of his saddle, like just injured and desperate to escape the situation and that whole mantra care for the living like over and over again like this is his this is all he can do like he is clinging to his sanity I just feel for him yeah but then you have what's his face little guy who's now not little guy anymore and parents like guy. yeah parents like what? what what like his reaction mm-hmm. is so like typical you know of, like, returning home kind of thing, and that shock of encountering someone who was once just, like, just this little guy. Yeah, Yeah. and the
2: other thing, too, is, uh, again, Perrin gets asked, like, where's Rand? Where's Matt? So he has to go through this almost prepared response like mm-hmm. oh matt's out dicing and rand has got a beautiful gal on his arm
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, again feeling guilt that he's kind of
0: lying right i mean how do you break the news to your childhood companions that one of their other childhood companions is the dragon reborn yeah I mean, he hasn't told anyone in Emmons Field. He's like, nope. Yeah, we're not going there. I mean, he's got so much to manage as it is. Like, I keep thinking about the comparison of what Perrin is going through and what he keeps getting pushed into versus where Matt and Rand are. And not that they aren't going through their own stuff, but like. Perrin is being launched into adulthood, like full blown, responsible for people, the deaths of people, adulthood. Like, it is serious shit. And he is frustrated and irritated. (laughs) But I think he's really like, he's holding himself together. I have a different level of respect for Perrin reading it this time through than I have in the past. It's really nice to read this slowly. Like, I jump over so much. I'm such a skimmer when I read. And so, like, really getting into it, like, parent gets a different look from me. Mm. Hmm.
2: So the other thing that <laughs> mm-hmm. stood out to me, and this is one of my, oh, I can't wait to see this in the show. I hope they Ooh. do this in the show moments. Ooh. It is the sight of Loyal. Hefting an axe that's pretty much the same size as a human. Yes. And Perrin's watching him come in. He's like looking at this giant axe, like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, he's sick, he's injured, he's probably barely conscious at this point. But the sight of Loyal with an axe made it a. It it had an effect on Perrin. Mm -hmm. And I really want to see something like this. I don't know how they would shoot it. Maybe some type of forced perspective. But, mm-hmm. man, Loyal with an axe, that is just a cool sight. Mm-hmm. Even though he, he does not want to be carrying an axe, Loyal mm-hmm. cutting down a tree is, like, unheard of, you know? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. probably just mourning every time he has to, oh like, my gosh, hold it, touch it even. Poor Loyal. Yeah. Feel for him. So, parents struggling. I'm sure Loyal's struggling a little mm-hmm. bit, too. But... Bayeel does a nice and, I guess, a, a kindness to Perrin because she's like, all right, everyone out, everyone out. <laughs> mm-hmm, like, he mm-hmm. needs taken care of, mm-hmm. and really, truly, he does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, he's, like, he feels like he should be sweating, but he's dry to the touch, and, like... That is not a good sign. Yeah, there are little, there are little things throughout this that are indicating Perrin's... A rapid decline from this injury that he's still waiting on Alana to be healed for. Alana, what's taking you so Come long? Come on, Alana. Where I are know, you? Alana. Right? I liked Varen's observation of Lord Luke. Like, the, the local lads are talking about him, and Varen's like, but he does cause trouble every time he's here. And, like, everybody else thinks what he do- he's doing is just, like, wonderful. He's the best. He's helped us learn how to use our swords and he's helped with defenses and Varen's like I don't know he causes trouble and I'm like what an observation (laughs) I have thoughts about that
2: does that go into the spoiler
0: section it will later I've got it marked out okay (laughs) the rest of it can but this just her just her having like that contrary opinion to what's going on I think kind of like Nudges us as the reader to maybe look at Luke a little bit differently than what we have been. I mean, if we're trusting Varen, which I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, there, I mean, <laughs> that's apparently all I have to say about that. All I have to say about that. So often I find
2: myself thinking, oh, I'd love to live in like a, a peaceful setting like this. And oh, like I can imagine myself in these fantasy settings and mm-hmm. how nice it would be. <laughs> and then like the reality of Perrin, like getting a leather bound stick put stick? in his mouth so they yes. can rip this arrow out of him. I'm like, yeah,
1: I'm good. I'll <laughs> stick here
2: with modern medicine and I'm fine. I'm fine. Right.
0: Antibiotics.
1: Right. Surgeons.
0: You know, surgeons, things that allow you to not die in moments like this. Yeah, for sure. I go through that, too, where I'm like, oh, idyllic, idyllic fantasy land. And then I'm like, hmm, Wi-Fi. Yeah, I would have loved getting this
2: moment from someone else's perspective. Like mm-hmm. what? Mm. Maybe from Fail. She's watching this happen. And mm-hmm. doesn't Perrin pretty much just kind of. He blacks out. He goes straight oh, yeah. into the wolf dream. Yeah, he's, he's out.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: it would have been pretty cool to see it from a different perspective where, mm-hmm. like, what's going on in the room? How are people rushing about? Like, what does mm-hmm. it look like? Mm-hmm. And, again, this is one of these things where it's not something you can get with the books, but it's something that you can get with the television show.
0: Yes, yeah. Which I
2: appreciate.
0: Yeah, because I do, I think there are little, there are little things about what's happening in the room, but Perrin is, like, even though he's the one experiencing them, he's almost experiencing this as an other, like, he's like, nothing to do with me, like, Mistress Luhan looks worried about something, and <laughs> I don't know why, you know, like, why is this happening and then god that moment that moment where file is like bite down my heart i'm like
1: <laughs> yeah it does
2: not seem like a whole lot of fun Mm-mm. but again like i i do really love how the Luhan, Mr. Sluhan is there and file right. is there mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, it would just, it would be great to see, like, what are they, what are they doing? I'm sure mm-hmm. they're all running around. I'm thinking of old and timey, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is it, like, Call the Midwife, or yes, some yeah. of these shows that are, like, period pieces, where Bring they're dealing Bring me hot with... water and towels,
1: kind yes, of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. I want to see that.
2: It could be my own morbid curiosity, but... I'm with
0: you. We can be morbid together. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, I think giving it almost like Fayil's perspective, like I like that idea. And I know like there's been some, and we talked about it briefly when we talked earlier this week, but like an announcement that there is a Fayil confirmation for season two. Is that right?
2: It's a rumor, not a confirmation. It's a rumor.
0: Oh, it's a rumor. Oh, oh, I like that better. I like that better. Yeah. Because I really think she should still be, like, unless she is being introduced in the very last episode of the season, like, dropped in and threaded in a little bit as her. Like, I think you had mentioned something about her being her own person first before she becomes yeah. part of Perrin and Fail, you know? And I love that idea. I love that idea. I think Fahil can be made appealing to audiences. Yeah, and
2: even, I mean, it doesn't even have to necessarily really focus in on her. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I'm seeing something more like a mobilization of hunters for the horn, because Mm -hmm. obviously the horn has been hijacked by... One hot on Fane. So mm-hmm. if they showed something like a group of people maybe like writing off, how mm-hmm. cool would it get to be to see Fael as a leader mm-hmm. instead of a follower? Because mm-hmm. how she's presented in the books, she's the follower. She's the one mm-hmm. that shows up and is like, hi, I'm going to tag along with you right. guys.
0: Yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah, it would have a different
2: meaning if we kind of get to see her from a different mm-hmm.
0: perspective like that. Oh, for sure, yeah. I really like that idea a lot. And I mean, It'd then to get fun. like the... Yeah, the get because I mean, we get various characters who are hunters for the horn. Lord Luke is a hunter for the horn. Like, whoever's grandmother is a hunter for the horn. Like, they're sprinkled through wherever. And so to have like... Like you said, that mobilization of Hunters for the Horn. I mean, you could do like a really easy scene of like Fayil being directed on what her day is going to be by her father. And then like an announcement comes in Father, father. Maybe it's one of her younger brothers who she's annoyed with. They're like, The hunt's been called. Fayil just leaves. <laughs>
2: In so the middle easy. of dinner, everyone's eating, and she gets up silently and just leaves, right, and never comes back. Out. Everyone's yeah. like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> she's so like, "It's been called.
0: If you will excuse me."
2: <laughs> I would. I would still like to be. I would still like to have this kind of twist where we don't know her background. So I think, Ooh, like, I would prefer yeah. not to mm. know that she's a lady.
0: Mm. Okay, I like that
2: too. But I would also enjoy if we get some exposition Mm -hmm. from like a random group of Hunters for the Horn versus Perrin riding around with the Shinarans and then it's Uno like, The bloody Horn of Valir, let me tell you, this is what the (laughs) Horn of Valir is, this is what it does, and Perrin being like, Okay, like so. That's how it works. No, I want to (laughs) see, I want to see the exposition from some hunters.
0: Mm -hmm. That would Mm -hmm. be better. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that would be a really fun addition to the story. It just I like this core group of actors that
2: we have had, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's fun to kind of show what's going on outside of our main cast you know what I mean yes yes like what's yes. what What else is there in this world what's yeah. going on
0: yeah I like that because I mean it would introduce so many different things that would just do a lot of world building and I think that I mean I think that's one of the best things about the Wheel of Time series I do feel like and I I mean obviously I get a little immersed in it <laughs> just
1: a little bit I love this series
0: right I love this series I have for so long and it's still like it still gets me it still holds me it's still written in a way where I'm like my heart you just ripped out my heart and I've read it I've read it so many times I love that so I think if they can do something that like allows for that complex and enriching world building to happen and like little snippets throughout the story little our minor characters our minor characters that we love like give them their moments to shine i think that'd be cool. yeah what if we got like a moment with julian i would love that i love like julen an, an earlier intro to julian mm. sorry i'm apparently fine I'm, I'm apparently feeling julian today
2: <laughs> so yeah This chapter ends with Perrin pretty much blacking out and falling right into the wolf dream. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I I don't really have too much else to say about this chapter. I know some Mm -mm. people get kind of a little bit annoyed with Perrin's martyrdom. (laughs) But I don't know how you could go through this coming home and seeing like weeping mothers crying yeah. for their children without doing something to kind of block that off so that you can still function.
0: Yeah. 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 I I do not pick up martyr vibes from parent in any way. And maybe that's because I think that he doesn't really want to be in this situation. And so often I think that people that are acknowledged as being martyrs almost seek that and in some way like it and I think Perrin has no enjoyment in this there are so many things he would rather be doing than what he's doing right now he is always trying to get out of there and so I don't know if I can necessarily like I think the assessment is fair but I don't know if I necessarily agree with it I can see it oh absolutely yeah absolutely so the breaking storm Sure! Chapter 44, The Breaking Storm Shit's about to get real! Perrin awakes seriously weakened from his healing but determined to take care of his responsibilities. Plans change when the village is alerted to the presence of Trollocs approaching and defenses need to be pulled into full force immediately. The battle is brief and victory goes to the plucky Emmonsfielders. but joy over their success is short-lived. Sharp eyes and wits determine that this was just a test. They can expect another attack in a matter of days. Or the same day, as a clamor near the old road seems to indicate. (sighs) Where to begin? So, (laughs) this, uh, it's
2: hard, okay? This is, I don't know. I feel ya. I understand where Robert Jordan is going with the whole, like, oh, like, was it Marin who's like, Karen was an easy boy to manage. Like, yeah. you just have to do it properly. Like, yeah. don't push him. Mm-hmm. Just enact, like, emotional warfare on him. That works better. Like, mm-hmm. psychologically, like, just mess with him. Just like, manipulate that's how you him, can, darling. That's how you control him. And I'm like, <laughs> no, come on, come on. Do we need this? Uh... But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to, like... Harp on it too much because we just we just did a whole episode kind of on this <laughs> these stereotypes, but
0: they happen. I actually really appreciate Fail's like more direct approach of you just can't do this. You can't do this. Like
2: Right? I mean if if you're seeing someone just being dumb, like that's, <laughs> that's what it is. He's just being stubborn and he can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He can barely stand. And he's uh-huh. like, I'm going to go ride on my horse and take care of this. No, you're not. Sit down. Dummy. You're going to get yourself killed. <laughs> Do you want to die? This is where I come in. Who could die here? Right. What, what could happen if someone could die? This is the worst possible outcome and it's going to happen. Please, get back in Please bed. continue.
1: Please. Right.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're so right you're so right
2: but then again like maybe he's just feverish and like has no idea what's going on so like I don't yeah. know what <laughs> yeah I've been there I've been there I was right? just telling Adrian I read the first couple chapters of Babel with a fever and like had to re, re- had to reread it because okay. I didn't remember anything
1: we've
0: been there so maybe that's just what's going on with Perrin. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. He seems kind of determined. But I mean.
2: If someone would have told me, Amber, you have a fever. Don't do that. You're not going to remember anything. <laughs> I wish there would have been someone.
0: Um, I'll nudge you next time and let you know. <laughs>
2: You'll text me three days late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to remind you to do something, but I forgot. <laughs> How are you? I wish I could send you soup. That's, that's what I need Tracy and for. And tea. Soup. <laughs> soup and tea. And cookies. So anyways,
0: Trollocs. I love Trollocs. No. <laughs> There's a call. Trollocs. <laughs> that's, that's my bugle Trolloc sound. Which they haven't set up yet. I think that <laughs> those Trollocs that, like, kind of got away. Like, is this Taveran? Like, it just happens. These, like, rambunctious Trollocs, like, just wander away from the rest of everybody because they got snackish.
2: Maybe they were just, like, a small amount in a horde that weren't connected to a merge roll. So, like, when the merge roll went down, Mm. there was, like, a handful left, and they were, like... These are the rogue, rogue Trollocs? Yes.
0: Yeah. Adrian C. says, Trollocs need tea. That's their problem. (laughs) (laughs) And now I have this really fun image of giant Trollocs with tiny teacups sitting at a little table. Hi, Lord Zatara.
2: Tiny teacups.
0: Tiny (laughs) teacups. (laughs) <laughs> ah, that'd be so fun. <laughs> Bye hell, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Anyway, I just I find that kind of like fortunate that that's what happens for, for the MN's fielders that they get this morning. But at the same time, Bane and Shiad are like, running out of the forest not too long before after the rogue trollics come out, and they've got the news. Do you see them doing, like, ninja side flips? Because I do.
2: <laughs> like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: That's how I see it in my Well, head. I see them now. They just, like, <laughs> flip out of the tree line. Yes. I love that. I love the image of them, like, doing. Do- <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs>
2: You're just picturing like a back-to-back maneuver where their arms are locked. So like <laughs> one goes up on their
0: yep. <laughs> legs mm-hmm. and kind of like spins mm-hmm. the other. Yep. And... Mm-hmm. Into yes. like a rotation of a flip. Yes. This is a must. Amazon Prime. Dear Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs> we had the best idea ever today.
2: <laughs> Get those manes of the
0: sphere. <laughs> They're gonna start recruiting some Cirque du Soleil for the for, for uh the maidens. Well, I that would be fun. I was able to
2: track down some of the actresses that are playing the maidens on mm. Instagram, and they're part of a it's like a stunt troupe. Oh, nice! There's a bunch of like dancers and acrobats
0: and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so envious of people who could do things like that with their bodies.
2: Oh, oh, Tracy, I totally yes. just forgot about this. Up, up until right now, remember how you were saying you need Aiel, like climbing up walls, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, on one of these ladies' Instagram page, there were videos in their stories of them, like, rappelling down. No. Yes. And then doing <laughs> stunts where they are jumping off of these like ridiculously high ledges onto like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like a foam landing pad thing. Mm-hmm. But this is like high jump height, like very, very high. So mm-hmm. I, I bet we get your rappelling and climbing of falls. I, that was like a year ago oh my god has it really been that long
0: it's been too Amazon long prime i know Amazon seriously prime. i feel like this drag i'm like just get please, it together just something just anything <laughs> do you know how long i've been waiting do you know how long other people have been waiting why are sorry you doing I'm, this? I'm derailing was- this entire chapter <laughs> sorry. okay so the trollocs Attack the two rivers. Yeah. But I think that, like, jumps past, like, the preparation moment, which is just, like, everybody being like, Perrin, what do you want us to do? And him being like, whatever you think you should do. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. Just go do it. Oh, Tam, When, like, the Love. St- <laughs> love. <laughs> love. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Isn't he, like, hold, you... Wool-headed goats, I don't know, something. I know I've got it highlighted yeah. somewhere. And the villagers are like,
1: well, what? he should
0: mind his Damn. manners. Damn. Damn. Yeah, hold you lack-witted sheep brains. That's what he says. You lack-witted sheep brains.
2: It's because they're losing their arrows and they can't yeah. even reach the trolls yet. Somebody's yeah. got to
0: fletch those things. So That's right. You're Don't waste those arrows, work. guys. Those are those are valuable. Hold on to it. And then he's like, Perrin, tell us one." Like all calm. He's like 300, 300, paces. Is that good? good? Is that good with you, Parent? It's like it's like asking if he wants cream and sugar for his tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound good to you,
2: Perrin? Also, yeah. on top of that, the I said I have been making catapults,
0: B- bombs bomb type catapult bombs yeah <laughs> projectiles that explode yeah parents like
2: well you know hope they don't drop anything that would <laughs> suck oh, what a scene there's so much going on this is such a fun chapter
0: I- it really is like the fact that they go through this and I mean this is so cool because again it just like really shows Robert Jordan's knowledge of defenses In situations like this, time period, advancements, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then also just, like, how powerful that longbow is. Like, cannot say often enough how big of a deal the longbow is in history. Like,
2: Yeah, but at the same time, I I love the longbow, but I also think that it's sometimes a little bit unrealistic that these people
0: can like hit a target Mm. from that far away maybe we need to look that up maybe it's time for us to do our weapons episode we've been talking about doing something like that for a while
2: only two and a half years we've been talking about this episode
0: we want to do it right it's important
2: yeah we i i would love to find an expert a weapons a medieval weapons expert but yeah So, Tomas jumps in. We've got the villagers. Villaging? (laughs) No. (laughs) Working on defenses. Everybody's in a cohesive unit. Everyone's working as hard as they can. The Trollocs are overridden. The day is saved. Huzzah.
0: Lots of huzzah. Huzzah, huzzah. I love huzzah. Yeah.
2: But... Parents worried because if there's that many Trollocs that just showed up, there's probably 10 mm-hmm. times that pouring mm-hmm. through the waves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is the, part, this is the part where he's like, <laughs> uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And things ended up okay in this situation, but I think mm-hmm. it speaks to Perrin's leadership that he's already worried mm-hmm. about what's the next step, what's the next threat.
1: Mm, mm-hmm, mhm.
0: Like he's like, this was easy.
2: Yeah. This
0: is easy. Like
2: We like to call this a little preview battle.
0: Right, yeah. Like and Tomas is like, Oh, you have you have a natural eye. Good job. And he's like, Yep, it's a test. Like they wanted to see if you were gonna scramble the moment they showed up. Yep. And then you didn't. And things went In their favor but it's almost like if you have that many to just kind of throw away for something like this what's still waiting and I know like he says something like 10,000 and Varen is like like she thinks that's too high and I like her reasoning because like if they're coming through the ways, they're going to attract Machin Shin if they're moving in large numbers And so it's just, like, how many trips have they been able to make? How large have the group been able to be? Like, there are limitations here that I think it's interesting to think about as we, like, move forward. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So I like that it's, like, this little, like, they're like, it's a a battle. (laughs) (laughs) We won our battle. And Perrin and the warders and everyone who knows better is like
1: yeah agreed
0: (laughs) you know and then what what happens next is that the the noises from off by the old road to the south of town and everybody like scatters over there it's almost like in clue where they're all like like all the hordes are like going from one room to, one the, room next to room. the next one room to the next. Like that that's how it feels throughout. Three plus
2: one plus two plus one plus three. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> we just watched that movie recently and it's still I still really like it. It holds I up. Like it. it does it holds it's, up. It's so fun. I was like reading up about it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I mean
2: anything that Tim Curry is in just You know he's the voice of Hex. Is it Hexus and
0: Ferngully? Yes, yes. (laughs) Did I love Ferngully? You betcha. Yes.
2: (laughs) I mean, Robin Williams has a rap song, and then Tim Curry sings like an ode to pollution. (laughs) You know what? They don't make them like they used to.
1: (laughs) Everyone
2: go watch the behind the scenes video of Tim Curry Tim Curry singing as Nex- Texas? Texas I don't remember his name in Fern Gully it'll blow your mind. He's got yep. chops.
0: Anyways, on to chapter
2: 45. <laughs>
0: okay. Chapter 45, The Tinker's Sword. Turns out the folks guarding the old road mistook Tuatha on for Trollocs. Perrin calls for the Tinkers to approach with assurances they will find safety in the village. The survivors of a deadly Trolloc attack are not many, but Ila, Rain, and Aram are all there in various states of shock and injury. Perrin wants to get out and join Gaul and Loyal on their quest to lock the Waygate, but he continues to be pulled away to take care of problems that seem to require his presence to solve. In a state of irritation, he heads back to the wine spring to eat and finds Aram there being fed by Matt's sisters. In a state of grief and fury, Aram makes a heartbreaking choice that Perrin supports. The upsets keep coming as the White Cloaks arrive to add their own chaos to an already crazy day. Perrin makes a decision that he hopes will avoid bloodshed, but may have devastating consequences nonetheless.
2: Hear, here. It's a lot. So, Zen Bowie, in typical Zenbui fashion goes out and just, like, berates these tinkers and says a bunch of pretty gnarly, racist stuff.
0: hmm Thanks, man. Thanks. And we start out...
2: I Annie, I start out this chapter
0: feeling pretty
2: bad for the Tuatha'an. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of this chapter, I almost... Just don't sympathize with them at all. It's quite a whirlwind of emotions.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, so I, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to jump to like the very butt end of this chapter. Yeah. But when. Take it away. Isla is just mm-hmm. screeching and howling because Aram mm-hmm. is touching a spear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like you on have, I understand that you have a very deep, you know, like, this is your thing. You don't mm-hmm. go against it. That's mm-hmm. cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How many of you have to die? How many children, how many mm-hmm. little babies have to die? It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go there. Was, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to go into, like, into some real world stuff here, but I, the, it's not the time and place for it. I feel bad for them on one hand, and then on the other hand, I'm like, "You fools! Mm-hmm. You fools!" I mean, we're talking about children. Yep. We're talking about little kids who are just have been. They're probably in a cook pot right now. Mm-hmm. But your morals are, you know, mm-hmm. congratulations. Preserved. I guess. Yeah. I, don't know.
0: I mean, I don't even know. like Isla's like, I just watched my last daughter, yeah, be murdered. And now Aram is taking a sword and basically... Yeah, you just watched
2: your last daughter murdered, so pick up a stick or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes. but I, And I mean, that moment when Aram is like, I could have done something if I had a weapon. And Perrin being able to relate to the loss and grief and anger. That comes along with what Aram is experiencing. Like, this is a very personal connection for both of them. And yeah. I don't know. I think Isla's response is, it goes along with their beliefs and everything, but it feels like too much. It's like people who, like, decide that they don't love a family member anymore for X, Y, socially constructed reason.
2: Why? It's like when people try and leave Scientology. Yeah. Like you're in a cult. Yeah. Weird. I mean, in an ideal world,
1: mm-hmm.
2: violence isn't needed, isn't necessary, you know? hmm But when there are horned beasts eating your kids, I don't know.
1: Well, and I mean, Maybe okay.
2: Pull out the golf club.
0: <laughs> you have You have a really good point because, I mean... When you look back at Rand's time in the Glass Columns and he's watching the origins of the Mm Tuathon and the groups that do fall into violence and vengeance, I mean, there is a breaking point. Like, for some people, there is a breaking point. And you are then ostracized from your community and that's such a devastating severance from everything you know everyone you love for your decisions like i mean i guess i can't really see them being happy about this but like you're lost now with a capital l that fucking sucks (laughs) he's devastated I, i don't know i don't
2: know i i have such mixed emotions on the one hand everyone uh, the, these non-real <laughs> people in this made-up fiction story like <laughs> how dare they how, dare, how dare, they? dare they the audacity but no like i get i get the two sides mm-hmm.
1: but me yeah. personally
2: i always find myself flipping where i'm like oh like it's you know Parties all night, dancing, mm-hmm. seems like a lot of
0: fun. Constantly moving around, brightly colored wagons, you know, the things. Sure. And and
2: and maybe, maybe mm-hmm. in the Wheel of Time, like, they had gone through a couple hundred years of pretty peaceful times mm-hmm. where, like, mm-hmm. there's not Trollocs rampaging and White Cloaks True. white cloaking and... <laughs> weasel boys weaseling but (laughs) now we've got a problem because Karen showed up and he told them Trollocs are here Mm. you're in danger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you should come to Field. you should come to the two rivers Mm -hmm. where you will be protected where your children will be protected and they are like we don't want to go where the scary man says Mm -hmm. like people in a village and Okay, that's fine, but
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Isla's reaction, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I I, I lost some respect here Mm
1: -hmm. because it's
2: like, man, you've got kids, you've got kids. You don't have to pick up a weapon to just go somewhere where there are structures where you can Mm -hmm. put your kids inside a building where they're protected. Like, you don't have
0: to fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just it.'s like, they have this, like the, the tuathon have this reputation of like, stealing things, stealing children. We get a little extra dose of it when they're like wounded children and people trying to come into Emmonsfield, and there are a couple of people who are like, bah. But like, there isn't... I think I lost my thought there for a minute.
1: No, you're fine.
0: I'm sure I'll remember in a second if we're still talking about decisions made by the Tuathon and not listening to Perrin. Because I agree with you. Like, why would you risk it? <laughs> like, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, these really scary creatures are running around, I would, I would find safety. I would not feel safe. Or just and I mean, they don't-
2: Like, turn around. Like, get out.
0: Yeah, and their dogs have been taken away. Like, their, their one one form of protection, the only protection that they, they travel with has already been taken away from them. So they are, like, super vulnerable. And instead, they're all like, oh, that's what I was going to say. Their reputation that precedes them that they are aware of, that people are going to be prejudiced against them, and that's what keeps them from wanting to interact with these villages. That's just silly. Like, I'm sure there's a way to rectify that misunderstanding about the traveling people and people who live in villages. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, and I like to think that people can, like, sort those things out without thinking that one group steals children
2: well that's I mean like that's a real world problem I know people if you set up communities outside Mm -hmm. of bigger communities and you don't really like integrate a little bit just like Mm -hmm. get to know one another get -hmm. to know your neighbors Mm -hmm. like That's where prejudice come from is like, Mm -hmm. we're going to be on our side of the line. You're going to be on that side of the line. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no hand shaking in the middle. And then that's when people have problems because Mm -hmm. it's like the old story. It's like, well, if you live on the other side of the river, you're a barbarian. (laughs) And it's like, look at our shiny golden fortress. It was made with love and passion and power. And your shiny fortress over there is a symbol of everything bad. Like, that's how it happens. So. Tinkers, get to know your neighbors, and rant.
0: Yeah, I mean, their reputation precedes them, and it seems like it's just, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to stop right there. I'm with you. Cool. Yeah. Let's see here. Is there anything else in this one?
2: Oh, you know, we learned that Tam was in an Ileoner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Companion. Mm-hmm. We put a heads, we put a heads, we put a Fades <laughs> head on a post yes. like a trophy. Yes, I mean it's better than a Trollic head balloon for your little <laughs> kid's birthday.
0: They're they're Love a little bit that. pricier. A little pricier. Yeah, sign of a special occasion.
2: We do get a little bit of a turnaround from the. Emmons Fielders when perrin berates mm-hmm. them for mm-hmm. being a bunch of racists against the Tuathan. Right. Zenbuie, you. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Fial does some, some baking.
0: <laughs> That's what she does.
2: I forgot about that. Uh,
0: yeah. She's like, don't expect that from me. The cook will take care of our food needs. And then Perrin picks up a spear
2: and Isla has a meltdown. hmm And everyone is crying and staring and I don't
0: know. It's it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It really it really kind of is. Like yeah. Perrin's decision to support Aram's decision does not go over very well. And even while like the women are kind of really emotional about this si- situation. For Fayil, I think, isn't it, she's like, I hate to see you in pain. Like, that's what she's seeing when she's seeing the situation happen. She's recognizing Perrin's pain that is resonating with Aram's pain. And she senses that, and I think that that's a really... I think it's a nice display of her emotional sensitivity around this person that she loves, and I like that. Yeah. Agreed. Thanks. I think Fayel gets a lot of shit. I don't necessarily think all of it is fair. Some of it totally is. Anyways, white cloaks show up. Oh, my God, the white cloaks. Oh, my God, the section with the white cloaks. Sorry.
2: Dirty Weasel Boys are back.
0: They sure are. Full
2: force. (laughs) Full force. And then Lord Luke is like, oh, if these people want white cloaks amongst them, let Mm -hmm. them have white cloaks.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm like,
2: Lord Luke, you're just something else. But then he's like, oh, so uh, I don't, uh, it's hard to talk about him without spoiler, spoiler time. But Mm -hmm. He does kind of walk it back, and then he's like, mm-hmm. But you know, I know something taking of taking an enemy into your bosom. His blade yes. goes in quicker when he's in close, and then he yes. and like, laughs and rides his stallion off like Lord Farquad, <laughs> And I'm just like Lord Luke, seriously, <laughs> if they do have a Lord Luke. In the TV show, I hope that it is someone with just a very punchable face. (laughs) Uh, I don't know who that would be. Someone just that. I mean, okay, I'm not talking about their looks. I'm talking about their actions. Someone that is just so Mm. like haughty that can Mm. play this in a way where the words that they say, you just. Oh, you just want to hmm like this guy can you believe him does that he's, make sense yeah
0: he's he's like that guy that was at that was sitting by the cathedral that you and i sat at when we were in vertsberg and is kicking the pigeons he's like that guy yeah 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 the yeah. pigeon
2: kicker That's pigeon-
0: <laughs> down with the pigeon kicker I mean,
2: pigeons are annoying, but let's not assault the animals here.
0: Anyway, okay, that's that's kind of what I was thinking of. It was just, like, super little, like, dick behavior that's, like, almost microaggressive.
1: Yes, RDP. that is Lord yeah. Luke.
0: Yeah, 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 I can see that. But I love, like, this whole section with Bornhold and Perrin and Hair and being like oh that guy and like barely having a reaction to him and then Bornhold's reaction being like do you know what it reminded me of do you want to know me. what it reminded me of i want to know
2: i'm going to date myself right now heavily <laughs> you remember the show daria yeah yeah and the one teacher from Daria that would get really, really angry and his like eyeballs yeah. would pop out. <laughs> that guy,
0: that guy. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's what
2: Dane. Dane is just like spittle. He's gonna hurt himself if he if he doesn't reel it in a little bit.
0: Yeah, and parents like, oh man, he's drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> He's
1: You're drunk on off?
0: anger. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this whole like interaction and the anger and then buyer coming out and like just white cloaks uh just white cloaking it up. It's pretty much what they're doing. But then, like, Bornhold is like, I'm gonna arrest you, parent, and everyone is like, the hell you are and Perrin realizes that there's a very real possibility that there's going to be bloodshed, and he's like, okay, okay, Mm okay, okay, okay. Guys, I have an idea. He was like, I shall give myself up once the trollic problem is taken care of, and then you guys can be appeased, and I can take care of my stuff, because I'm not going anywhere. And I (laughs) love... I love Brian Alvira, and he's like, I have conditions for you. White cloaks. Yes, Bran Alveer. I love that. Yes,
1: lovely. Yes.
0: So good. So we have our conditions set for the white cloaks. They head into Emmons Field. Luke is like, "You're being foolish," and <laughs> you're being like, foolish. Yeah, yeah. Silly, you silly, silly, silly simple man. How dare you! <laughs> They should have just had like
2: a slap fight challenge or something.
1: A duel. A duel a duel. Yeah, yeah.
0: Something like that. So yeah, that's that
2: wraps that up. Man, trial by combat would have would have been a great.
0: Ooh. Hmm. On the green. <laughs> the tinkers would have lost their <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> You invite us in and then have performative violence? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Maybe
2: we need to do more nighttime recordings for Amber. For me. For Amber, for me.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's go to Veil's, shall yeah? we? Should okay. we just
2: hop into chapter 46?
0: I was actually really thrilled with this chapter. Thrilled with this chapter.
2: I just wanted to go back to the two rivers, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, this is this is a spot in this book that I know you really like, and I was really excited for it because there was just so much going on. And I don't know why. Like, I thought like I had kind of forgotten about like this test battle, and so like I think I was expecting more. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. But it was there was still just so much going on, like this test on. Emmons Field, the attack on the On, the White Cloaks showing up, Lord Luke hopping into town like some fucking hero with the Murdral's head and being like, well done, you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well on. I mean, it is a lot. It's a lot. I really enjoyed it.
2: He found that Murdral dead already. Bet you. <laughs> he didn't kill anyone.
0: Yeah, he was like, no one will know. No one will know. Just take the head with me. like i'm sorry jerry
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll be taking
0: this (laughs) i need to show everyone how much of a big strong man i am (laughs) so i'm taking this this is my trophy this is my right okay sorry done picking on lord luke for anyways again yes chapter 46 chapter 46 veils Aginen is trailing tricky Florin Gelb as he seems about to kidnap another woman that she doesn't want to have to kill or sell into slavery. Choices. She realizes as she observes the people around her that he is about to fuck up again. Elaine and Nynaeve are dressed in silk but carrying stays for protection as they wander through the dangerous, impoverished streets of Tanchico. Elaine soon has more to worry about than eating her veil as they come under attack from some tufts in the street. Is a street brawl with the two women outnumbered and fearful of channeling. <laughs> An unexpected source of help pulls them from the dire situation, but not before Elaine mistakenly channels and reveals their identity to their rescuer. An invitation for tea, ah, tea, theme, is extended, and soon we are back at the Three Plum Court. Julian has news. Rendra talks dresses and hair. Tom interrupts with his own news, and Nynaeve and Elaine have one last surprise encounter before they get back to figuring out what the Black Aja is up to. Yes. (laughs) Indeed. Your West Side Story. That was for you. Thanks, it's real good. So, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm getting pulled
2: back into how I felt on my first read-through With Iguinen and Terabon.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: For some reason, I think, like, I've blocked most of this out of my memory.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I may have just skimmed it on the first read.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And going back through it, eh, it's not doing a lot for me. No? I know, like, there's the joke. I did get the joke where, like, (sighs) Elaine keeps, like choking on her veil right. because, you know, she's the daughter heir and she always h- holds her head high and kind of lifts her nose so the veil's like, going yeah. in her mouth. And she's <laughs> like, Nynaeve doesn't have this problem. What's the deal? <laughs> I thought that was really cute and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iginen and this whole, I don't know, she... she tricks them i guess i'm just like man you guys walked hmm. right into that didn't ya? Hmm. well do you feel like she tricked them i don't know i think eginen does things for eginen like at this point in the story eh, this is so hard to talk about without spoilering if you want to save it for later we
0: can because i'd be curious yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually found myself kind of liking Yenon more this time because I saw what she was doing as, I mean, yes, she's like, I don't want to have to kill someone or sell them into slavery. So she's save, she's attempting to save herself from having to make that choice. But there's also within that, I would say, the option, opportunity to save someone in the process like this way, she doesn't have to do that. Maybe she got more involved than she meant to. Maybe she just meant to like, like street brawl diverted. Maybe that was the goal, and then Elaine channeled, and she was all of a sudden like, what, what the what? And it changes what her agenda initially had been. Like, yeah, I don't of- know.
2: This this whole chapter is really hard for me to talk about, especially you know Iggy eginen the mystery woman
1: like Mm -hmm. where
0: do you go what do you say (laughs) is there anything like that you particularly want to talk about from in this chapter or should we we can go
2: ahead and jump into spoilers i guess okay i don't i don't want
0: to rush you if you are not ready well
2: i why don't you go say why don't you say what you want to say about this chapter
0: What I liked about this was how we get Julen showing up with news about that underbelly aspect of Tanchico. He's found where the Black Aja were. And, like, he's gone in and investigated it. And Nynaeve loses her shit. She's like, what if there would have been a trap, you dummy? So, what if there would have been a trap? I feel like it's a fair question considering the times that traps have been set. Like, Ice and I are tricky and these are Black Aja's sisters. So, I mean, (laughs) was it necessary for you to go in there, Julen? I don't know. I don't know. Nynaeve certainly did not think so. And then Tom coming in and being like, Amathera has been appointed... Or she's going to be invested as Panarch. And he's like, but she shouldn't be. And we should be paying attention to that. And then haven't the White Cloaks had their, like... Shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. So again, we've got another place where White Cloaks are being fucking White Cloaks. And I like how they pull in these different connections. Like, this thing is happening in this part of the city. And this thing is happening over here. We should be paying attention to these things. And it just builds up. Again, that world building, seeing the political maneuvering, the unrest of the city, like the rapid decline of people who are coming in as refugees. I just felt like it was it was very textured, if you will. I enjoyed it. It is.
2: I will agree with you there. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> the last thing I want to mention, because I think this is kind of, this is just kind of cute in my head, that moment where this sounds so silly. That moment where Elaine is like wiping crumbs off her chin from eating cake, like I can see oh gosh, what is her name? What's the name for the actress that's gonna be Elaine? Kira. Kira Covney. Yes. I can see her doing these little things that Elaine does throughout this chapter that I think gives Yes. Like a little like there's just some there's just something about the point of view on this chapter being from Elaine that I don't know, there's I don't I don't know. There's something charming about it. There's something a little spoiled Absolutely. about it.
2: Here's one thing that stood out to me mm-hmm. that is not spoiler adjacent
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that when Nynaeve and Elaine are compulsed.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: they are questioned on whether or not they have Tarangriol in their rooms.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Nynaeve is wearing the ring mm-hmm. on a necklace. Mm-hmm. And we have that very quick flash of like, well, they didn't ask me if I'm wearing it. Right. No, I don't have anything in my room. So, Nope. In this case, in this instance, it's mm-hmm. almost, almost Taviran-like. Just mm-hmm. how lucky that situation was.
0: Mm-hmm. And also shows like a weakness in compulsion. Like the direct question by adding it in your room. Like if she would have said, Do you have Tarongreal, Songreal, and left it at that, they probably would have mm-hmm. said yes. Because I mean, isn't it Elaine like they each have a pocket? With a different mm-hmm. something on their person, so they're wearing, instead yeah. of hiding them in their room. So it's all about like the questions you ask and the weaknesses of things. And I just that's a really good point. So really, out. it
2: just makes Mystery Woman a dummy. Like, oh, are, are you not smart? Oh, this person is playing forty chess. They don't even know how to ask a question uh... right. Yes, I'm sour. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, but yeah, I think that was, oh, I'm so sorry. The experience of compulsion as it's happening to Elaine, like the sound of the voice coming at her and how it almost like feels like it's going through her and over her. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, that is pretty interesting. I would agree. I would agree.
0: Yeah, I thought that was neat. These were just really fun chapters. They were just like, oh my gosh, there's so much in this. At least for me, I just Mm -hmm. had a great time reading them. I really liked it, I really actually found myself liking Agenan a lot this time. And with that, should we go into spoilers and talk about Agenan? Spoiler time. Yeah, let's go for it. If you like what you hear, rate and review us anywhere you listen to the podcast. This helps
2: new listeners find the show. This
0: podcast is brought to you by you. If you'd like to fund this show and receive cool stuff while doing it, check out The Road to Tarvalen on Patreon. All tiers can join us weekly for live recordings on our Discord server. Lastly, our Wheel of Time shop has a new web address and
2: international shipping is finally live. Find all the links in our show notes, and thanks for
0: listening and joining us on The Road to Tarvalen. Okay. Tell, tell, me, tell me your thoughts on Aginan. What are you thinking?
2: For some reason... Within my Wheel of Time journey, Mm -hmm. she just isn't that memorable for me.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Even there at the end when she has her change of heart, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Mm. oh, yeah, it's you again. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really about her that I really connect with. Mm -hmm. And it makes it hard to kind of, I I don't know, she's just a hard character for me to get into. Mm-hmm. But I don't dislike her at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think she's a fine character, but mm-hmm. for some reason, I've always just had, like, oh yeah, her again.
0: <laughs> hmm. her again. You know, it. I get that. I get that.
2: Hi, Lord Tatara says if you don't like Sean Chen, then it's possible to not totally like her. And here's the thing mm-hmm. she's like one of the best Sean Chen. So I actually mm-hmm. like her. Mm-hmm. Much more than all of the other Sean Chen, mm-hmm. but for some reason she's just like, okay, yeah. But I'm I'm hoping as the reread goes for me, maybe I'll be able to grasp more things from her and just find more about her personally that I can kind of get into and latch to
1: mm-hmm. with
2: her story because. Obviously, it's not until, like, almost, it's way later in the books that Mm -hmm. we see her in a different light,
1: Mm -hmm. I guess.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, she flips. And it's pretty Mm -hmm. cool seeing Mm -hmm. that this Shan Chen backwards way of thinking can be broken.
0: Yeah. And that does
2: make her a great character. It's just hard because it's like, Oh, she shows up a little bit here, and then she pops back up, and you're like,
0: "Oh, okay, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I remember you, kind of." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I f- i definitely feel that way. Like I was always like, "Who, who is this person again? Who are they?" Yeah, if she would have—if she would
2: have had a little bit more time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it would made a bigger impact on me. But of course, you can't have like
0: mm-hmm.
1: this many
2: thousands of character all given right. a ton of time. Yeah, like. I love Seven Balwer, who's, like, a mm-hmm. very minor character. Right. Most people are probably like, who? Oh, yeah, that guy. Don't right. care. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's... Yeah. Everybody has characters like that, so she's just one for me.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think, I think what I liked about her this time is, like, I paid closer attention to, like, her physical description, and it changed what she looked like in my head. And that was kind of fun. Also just like recognizing her like battle abilities. Oh, yeah. Like when she steps in and she like what is it, three succinct <laughs> <laughs> blows to some guy's chin, like Yeah, it's, uh, uh, uh. it's
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, no, that's right. pretty cool. Yeah. Like, she just kind of steps in, like, she's like, you're right, guys.
2: Especially coming on the heels of last chapter where the, where the two Athon are like, we will never.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I love, and to me, I've always felt like she was, she was stepping in to help avoid a more dire situation than what could have happened. Like. I know she doesn't want to have to kill anybody or sell anybody off to slavery and I think that also marks her out as a little different from other Shanghan because at least she cares. She doesn't see people as something to sell. And I mean, hooray. <laughs> it's not Yeah, but is that
2: but is that because she wasn't in a situation where she was being watched, right? Like I don't think mm-hmm. if there was anyone around Mm. that saw that she would have she would do the same thing you know like she wouldn't
0: interesting interesting do you know what i'm saying like if she was being watched
2: Mm -hmm. and she let Mm. these channelers just go Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. capturing them you think she would still do the same thing
0: or at least making an attempt to put a Plan in place to capture them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or just, or just like turning on them and notifying someone, like, hey, there's channelers. They're staying here. Go get them. Go pick them up.
0: (laughs) I'm so okay. So apparently I'm just like stupidly optimistic, but I always saw it as like her having a legitimate interest and like curiosity. About these women who are channeling, who are not collared, who go completely against what she's always been taught. Like, she's like, you are not what I expected. And there's even like that little bit at the end after she's left them. And she's like, they're just Elaine and Nynaeve have given her a lot to think about. And like you said, Eginen goes on this like journey where she she flips to like, this is not cool. Collaring people, yeah. enslaving people. Not cool. And two,
2: it also might be the fact that there's like a bombshell dropped on her where she like figures yeah. out from these oh, two women yeah. that she can channel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, No, I don't I don't want to learn. No, 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 no.
0: Like Yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, what? No, no, you keep that to yourself.
1: (laughs) I don't want to learn. Don't make me learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's
2: possible, like anything that was going through her mind in that moment, like they're safe. Do I turn them in? Maybe that information enough was her to just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have to go, like, lay down and cry for 5 days to <laughs> come to grips with this bomb of information.
0: I mean, yes. Yes, it is kind of like that. And the fact that she takes it the way that she does, I think just it says so much about her. Like she could have she could have made so many different decisions and the way that she comes through this, I just think is I don't know, I think I'm going to pay more attention to again this time. I think I'm going to and I think I started doing that before when I was thinking about her and Bill Doman and the way they come together later. like, that's the other thing is, oh my God, does Bill Doman know everybody?": I, Yeah. it's yeah. so it's so funny. she's like, "Oh, Bill, Bill Doman. Like Her Bill eyes Doman's for like- mayor. He knows everyone. <laughs> He's shaking all the hands, kissing
2: all the babies.
0: He's yes. setting up soup kitchens? So yeah. I, can
2: can we talk about Mo Gideon before?
0: <gasps> yes! Oh my we God! Oh my God! Episode? Oh my God! Yes, we can. I am so
2: disappointed.
0: Oh, why are you disappointed in Mo Gideon? Yeah,
2: being a big fat dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. No, it was the whole Tarongrial thing. Her line of questioning, like mm-hmm. me on my soapbox all the time. I'm like Mo Gideon. She's the smartest. <laughs> she's the smartest one. She survives when everyone else fails. And I'm like, well, that was a dummy move, Mo Gideon. Do that? Why did you come on? Why did you you leaving me
0: hanging? Come on, so silly. Uh, yeah, it would have changed things so much. Like if that yeah. line of questioning was just a little bit different. Just a teeny tiny bit different. But also out of
2: all of the forsaken so far, hmm she's the only one that's actually done anything. That's true. Landfear has just been like, Oh, glory, <laughs> glory. Look at me. How do I how do I look in your shirt? <laughs> I'm you know like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sixteen. Am I hot? Do you think I'm hot? <laughs> I mean, out of all of the, out of all of the Forsaken that we have seen thus far,
1: <laughs> sorry,
2: we've had Moraine uh, taking some of them out, yep. Rand taking the others out. Yep, Lanfear. I don't even know what she's <laughs> doing or trying to do. It's just weird. But Mogidian has actually managed. To capture two. Mm hmm. We know they don't stay captured, but. But still. Is it possible that Mo Gideon has made the most progress so far out of all the Forsaken?
0: Interesting. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I guess mean, it would depend on what the outcome was that they were, they were going like, for. Yeah, like Ravina's doing things. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was thinking is like some of them are like positioning themselves to be taking over or have already assumed roles of power among nations and Mogideon, right. but
2: in terms of like our like head to head against yes. like adversaries against our main characters. Yeah. 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 Mogideon is the only one so far that has actually kind of succeeded at something, even though she failed massively in one aspect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like her recognition of Nynaeve's strength, where she's yeah. like, you could be problematic. You. Mm. And then I think about, Who? like, later on when they have their channeling battle and Nynaeve is like, well, oh, I'm, I'm going head-to-head with the Forsaken and I'm not losing. <laughs> That's such a moment. Right. <laughs> and I could just like. Sorry. When, no, it. I love that moment. I think it's so good. Like when Elaine comes down and she's like, I could feel two women channeling enough to shake the palace down. Like how powerful was it? How powerful was it? I'd love to see it. Oh, I can't wait to get there. Can't I wait there. To that's get there. like that's one of the things I know we've talked about. It so, 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 so many times. But the Wheel of Time TV series needs to keep moving forward because the source material for being so much better is all right there. We just have to be
2: patient. Tatara says, yes. "Wheel of Time needs a fifty million budget." Yes. Here's the thing, though. Like I ten wouldn't episodes. even at the least, mm-hmm. at the very least, Minimum. ten. And I would honestly. I don't, I'm not one of these people that care about massive budgets, Mm -hmm. okay? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, a big budget is good. Like, I'm not going to say no, no money. Yeah. But stuff like CGI and stuff like costumes Mm -hmm. and sets... There is always, there is always a workaround somewhere. If you are smart, you can make it work and you can tell a good story. Yeah. The story doesn't depend on Mm -hmm. CGI. It's true. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm with you.
2: All of these things are extras, Mm -hmm. in my
0: opinion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in some ways, they really are a detractor. Like. It can be. Our entire last episode for season one if that would have been done in a way where less cgi was needed that season would have ended so much better like more practical effects and not such a heavy focus on creating things digitally i love creating things digitally i love it yeah but i
2: think they had to for those last episode that last episode in particular because they couldn't shoot The episode with more than, like, a handful of
0: people in the shot because of COVID. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Gosh, darn it. Freaking COVID. Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I like a lot of movies that, like, kind of focus on being creative and still incorporate fantasy well on, like, a minimal budget and not a lot of focus on, like, green screen effect stuff
2: yeah and that's the thing like I'm not I'm all for it if it looks great Mm -hmm. yeah I'm happy yeah but first and foremost you need to be able to tell the story that you want to tell in the allotted time that you're given Mm -hmm. and I do not I would not want to be in the shoes of Rafe Judkins trying to adapt this in eight episode right seasons like that makes me sweat Mm -hmm. thinking about it where i'm like oh my god i don't i would never want to do that i would never want to do that i couldn't
1: yeah and i mean
0: maybe maybe (laughs) fingers crossed maybe prime will make a an exception or something for season three because they might have to like if they're planning on focusing so much on the fourth book they're definitely going to need have more than eight episodes to get through all of this like there's i mean doesn't swan's deposement i don't know if that's the right word but like being deposed from Errol and seat doesn't that still happen in this book
2: yeah but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter because they're kind of moving certain things around a little bit so mm-hmm. it wouldn't have to come next season or season three mm-hmm. I guess, like the way that they're doing things, mm-hmm. but
0: mm-hmm.
2: I would, I would bet
0: mm-hmm. that it is. <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's it's just so much content. It's so much content. Like even in just in this chapter, there's so, much, and it, it will be faster, I think, in some ways. And there are of course little things that can probably be cut out and like streamlined and whatnot. But I still just think to like create it with a high level of quality more episodes
2: more more yeah i don't know if it'll happen we'll see we'll
0: see Hilo chatara says keeping expectations lower for season two Uh, yeah i don't want to
2: i don't want to i know i don't want to do that
0: either i want the. i want them to meet my expectations (laughs) fuckers oh sorry (laughs) that was my true opinion I mean, seriously, I don't feel like I'm asking for a lot. There's so much there. There's so much there. This is such a good story. Yeah, it's hard. It's
2: definitely hard.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot to take on. It's a lot to take on. This is such a big story. So I don't really envy them their position, but I'd really just like them to do a good job, be thoughtful. Maybe that's why yeah. we're waiting so long for it
2: facts i'll run out i'll run out of the house if they they did as my
0: expectations
1: are yeah
0: same. same yeah i'm excited over the prospect of there being character connections established in this season i think that's gonna be potentially really powerful for keeping the season moving or the, the story moving forward it's, deepening who we feel connected to so we actually care as things move forward. I think that's going to be crucial. Here here. Here here. Thanks. Thanks. Shall we wrap it up? I think I think we kind of have to sadly. Boo. Yes. But yeah. All
1: right.
2: Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews, and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community.
0: Let us know what you thought of our content, correct us, send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes.
2: We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week, thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalan.